a day that I want you to identify with the message. Well, you should every message. But I want you to identify with this message specifically because you stand in a very, very precious place as the blessed of God. You're not only going to be blessed, but you are blessed where you are right now. And we will talk about this and we will give God the glory for he has chosen to bless us. And this is a great, great honor to be blessed by God. Amen. So before you take your seat, give God a shout of praise real quick. You may be seated. Going into the scriptures, going into what we were teaching on Wednesday night, we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to bless. Somebody say, I am blessed to bless. Say it again. I am blessed to bless. Now understand this. Blessings don't always show in the tangible. Blessings, blessed people are positioned and favored by God. Blessed people are positioned and favored by God. Even in the worst struggle, you're blessed. Even in a chaotic situation, you are blessed. And you are so blessed that the enemy's plan cannot work with you. I'll say it again. You are so blessed that the enemy's plan cannot work with you. He can work on you, but he can't succeed. He can come against you, but he's got to walk away defeated. He can try to cause trouble, but God will bring peace because God has favored us. Let the blessed say, yes, Lord. We are blessed by God, highly favored by God, and that is irreversible. Irreversible. It cannot be changed. Hallelujah. It cannot be changed. Even your greatest enemy cannot change the fact that you are blessed. That every plan that the devil and demonic people try to work against you cannot succeed. Against you and your family. Because the blessing on you extends to your family. I don't hear anybody here. The blessing on you extends to your family. You are the blessed of God. Your enemy can't change that. They may not like you because you're blessed. They may find an art against you because you walk in the confidence of your position. You are blessed no matter what your struggle is. You are blessed. You can be down to your last dime, but you are blessed. And you will see God give you what you need. He will supply all your need. The blessed people have that promise that God will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory. I don't hear anybody in this room. So don't judge me by what you see. Judge me by who I am. I am the blessed of God. And what I don't have not right now, I'm on my way to it. And it cannot change. If you go to Numbers the 23rd chapter in Numbers, I'm sorry Bobby I'm messing you up, but if you go to Numbers the 23rd chapter you see an enemy that came to curse the children of Israel 
you see the enemy that came to curse the children of Israel and his name was Baalim. Baalim. His name was Baalim. And he was given an assignment to go and curse the children of Israel. Hallelujah. The Moabite king had called him and said, I'll pay you a specific amount if you come and curse the children of Israel. Yeah. And Baalim got on a, got on a donkey. And Baalim, and he rode, and, and on his way there, the angel of the Lord stood in the pathway. You know this story. The angel of the Lord stood in the pathway and the donkey saw the angel and went to the right. And the angel and, and, and Balaam couldn't, he couldn't bring him back on course. And, and the angel stood in front of him on the right. And the donkey went to the left. And Baalim didn't, he didn't know what to do. And he beat the donkey to go forward and, the, and then the angel stood on the left and the donkey stopped. And Baalim got out and he grabbed the stick and began to beat the donkey. Beat the donkey. And the donkey, God, the Bible said God opened up the donkey's mouth. Even a donkey can speak. I'm not going to use the word. Even a donkey can speak. God will use anything to get his message across. On behalf of the blessed, God opened up the mouth of the donkey. Hallelujah. Because of the blessing that had become on the million plus Hebrews. Hallelujah. God opened the mouth of a donkey. And the donkey said, why do you treat me so? Y'all think I'm making, it's in Numbers 23. And the donkey said, why do you treat me so? Ever since I was a cult, ever since I was a cult, didn't I obey you? And the crazy thing is not the donkey speaking to Balaam. But it was Balaam speaking back to the donkey. Because if a donkey opened up his mouth and spoke to me, I wouldn't need a ride. I wouldn't need a ride. I'd run much faster than that donkey could travel. So the crazy thing was not Balaam, the donkey talking to Balaam. But it was Balaam talking to the donkey. He said, haven't I served you ever since I was a cop? Why do you beat me so? He said, I would that this was a sword instead of a stick because I would kill you. And the angel appeared. And the angel said, Instead of beating that donkey, you ought to thank that donkey. Because that donkey spared your life. Because if that donkey would have taken one more step, I would have surely slain you and left that donkey alive. Because when it comes to the blessed, I'll kill you to save them. See, our enemies need, the enemy needs to be careful because on behalf of us, the plot and the plans and the ploys of everyone planning in secret, God will visit them. 
You don't hear what I'm saying. God will visit your enemy while you're asleep. God will visit your enemy while you have no clue that God is there. But to preserve you and protect you because you are blessed, God will lay waste to the enemy. Oh, the blessed people need to shout in here. The blessed people need to shout in here. And the angel told the Alam, when you get over there, when you get there and you see the people of God, you better speak the word over them. You better bless them. Say only what God said to say. Even though you're a false prophet, if I can use a donkey, I can use you too. Speak only what God told you to say. And when Balaam got there, and Balak told him, showed him, all of the children of Israel, he said, they're so great that you can only see quarters of them. He said, but I want you to curse them. They built altars to do their witchcraft. The enemy may be building things to do you wrong. There may be people praying against you, not for you. I'm, I'm sorry. We're talking spiritual now. There may be people that are praying against you because for some reason they don't like you and they don't want you to move forward. But I want you to know no weapon formed against me shall I don't hear nobody. No prayer, no voodoo, no hoodoo. Nothing working against me can prosper because God is on my side. I am the blessed of God. Somebody say, I am the blessed of God. I don't hear you say, I am the blessed of God. He said, speak only what God said. They built altars preparing to curse and when Baalim went over and saw the children, he went to pronounce a curse. And then he started to bless them. I bless you and your children. I bless your goods and the works of your hands. I bless your life and your health. And he started to bless him. And, ba and, and Balak said, no, 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 no. I brought you here to curse them. He said, I can't curse with God's blessing took them over to the other side we'll curse them over here and he said I, I bless you I bless your harvest I bless your works I bless your mind and he, oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying and he blessed them and Balak said wait a minute, wait a minute that's not what I brought you here for I brought you here to curse them and Balak told them Balaam told them I told you I have been mandated. I can only say what God said. God will shut the mouth of your enemies. I can only say what God said. He said, well, if you can't curse them, don't say anything. He said, it's too late. Verse 19 says, Baalim said, it's too late because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of a man that he should repent. Have God 
No matter how hard it is, no matter how troublesome it is, no matter how insurmountable the mountain seems, will not God do it for you? Y'all don't hear me. The greater your problem, the greater the move of God. God will move heaven and earth for the blessed. If you're blessed in here, give God praise. Will he not also do it? Hath God spoken? If it came out of his mouth, what makes you think he won't make it good? If God spoke it, he will make it good. He's pronouncing this blessing over the blessed people in a bad situation, but still blessed. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And then Baalim said, Baalim said, God has commanded, y'all don't hear me. He said, I have received commandment to bless them. Am I talking to anybody? I feel like an old time preacher. He said, I have received a commandment to bless. And when I'm blessing them in this bad situation, I found out that they're already he has already blessed you and get this you are so blessed that the enemy cannot reverse it are y'all reading that scripture bless you and it cannot be reversed your enemy cannot reverse it your hater cannot reverse it your situation cannot reverse it your sickness cannot reverse it your struggle cannot reverse it your problem cannot reverse it you are blessed let me slow down let me slow down You are blessed for a divine purpose. Sit down, let me finish. In the book of Genesis, the 12th chapter, the first and the second verse, it says this, it says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, unto Abram, Get thee out of your country. Get out of your country. Get out from under your kindred. Get out of the comfort of your father's house to a land that I will show you. To a land that I will show you. 
Hallelujah. Verse 2 says, and I will make of you a great nation. This blessing is not just for him. But there are people attached to him being blessed. The blessing is not just for you. But there are people attached to you being blessed. God is blessing you for other people. No, no, not over here. I'll take it from here. God is blessing you for other people. God's blessings are not selfish. They're not just for me and mine. But God's blessing is to be progenerated. It's to go down to generations. It's supposed to go across the board. It's not for you, but it's for those in need. And for those to show them that there is no preference in God. God will bless them just like he blessed you. Y'all gonna make me work and that's fine. I'm gonna work. He said, I will make out of you, Abram, a great nation. Now I want you to remember Abram had a specific problem. Abram is being promised by God that he's gonna be a great nation when he can't have any children. To a man who has a problem that prohibits him from having children, for his wife is sterile, God says, I'm going to make you a great nation. In other words, your situation doesn't stop the blessing. That should have got something out of y'all. I talked to you all. Your situation doesn't stop the blessing. A blessing in a bad situation is called a miracle. Oh, I don't hear anybody. A, a blessing in a troubled, bad, negative, impossible situation is called a miracle. And that's what God does best. Sometimes God waits until it gets the darkest. Sometimes God waits until it gets the worst. Sometimes God waits until the report comes back the most negative. And then God steps in and says, because you are blessed, watch. Watch me work. He will move heaven, earth, and hell for his blessed people. Let the blessed give God praise here. of a barren situation God blesses out of a barren situation God blesses because the blessing is not the tangible the blessing is the position the blessing is not what you have in your bank it's not the car you drive. It's not the house that you got. Oh, I'm blessed. God bless me with that. Oh, no, 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 no. That was a byproduct of you being blessed. Don't mistake the things for the blessing. Because anybody can get a car. Anybody can get a house. But everybody can't stand in that blessing. Everybody doesn't have the favor of God. I don't hear anybody here. The favor... Is what blesses you. 
The word blessed in this scripture. He said, I will bless thee. That word blessed is the Hebrew word barak. Barak. Hallelujah. It means that you have the favor. That God has favored you. That God has chosen to abundantly favor you. And then there's another definition for the word barak. It means to bow down. Hallelujah. And that just simply means that you are so favored that your problems have got to bow down. They are problems, but they must bow down. They are in your life, but they must bow down. Hallelujah. When, 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 when you hear that word Barak, it means to bow down in worship. Your problems have got to realize that you are superior and bow down to you. I don't hear anybody here. They've got to bow down to your superiority. They've got to bow down to your authority. They've got to bow down to your blessed and favored position. Do I have any blessed people in this house? Every problem. Every sickness. Every struggle. Got to bow down. You better hear what I'm telling you. Y'all don't hear no more This the blood, the broken blood vessel in my in my left eye had to bow down until I drove here with no impairment, no haze, nothing. I can see better in this eye now than this eye. That's the power of the blessed. Y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. Is trying to move us to another location. Gotta leave your country, leave your kindred, leave your father's house. He's trying to move you to another location. What location is that? It's a place called blessed. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. It's a place called blessed that only the blessed people can move into. Hey! Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I'm moving. I'm moving to the place called blessed. I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great. I will not allow your name, I will not allow your name to be depressed. I will not allow your name to be sick. I will not allow your name to be afflicted. I will not allow your name to be insecure. I will not allow your name to be addiction. I will not allow your name to, to carry the scar of your past. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm going to change your name. Y'all are filled this Holy Ghost. I'm going to make your name great. When they mention your name, they're going to think about miracles. When they mention your name, they're going to think about breakthroughs. When they mention your name, they're going to think about success. When they mention your name, they're going to think about an overcomer. When they mention your name, y'all don't hear me. 
Y'all don't hear me. When I was first starting out, Marlene will remember this. When I was first starting out, went to a great, great man's house. He told me that my name was too long. And if I was going to be successful, I'd have to change my name. Am I right, Marlene? Told me I'd have to change my name because nobody would be able to pronounce my name. But God said, I will make your name great. And he wasn't talking about the pronunciation of it. He's talking about the integrity of it. He's talking about the character of it. He's talking about the honor of it. I don't hear anybody. I will make your name great. And I will make you to be a blessing. That word blessing in the Hebrews, barakah. Baraka. That means a progenitor of blessings. That means someone who's passing on the blessings. So favored that it's overflowing. Young that I'm preaching better than y'all receiving. That means someone who is so blessed that it's overflowing. God doesn't bless you to be selfish. God doesn't anoint you for you. God blesses you for others. God anoints you so that anointing can flow to you and through you to somebody else. There's no selfishness in this. Hallelujah. I'm blessed to bless he's taking me to a place called blessed I want to come down off this pulpit so bad he's taking me to a place where I, where I belong I told him in the service this morning at 9 o'clock that I got to change locations you cannot be blessed living in a curse you cannot be blessed in a cursed environment. Something's got to give. And in order for you to really go forth in your true calling, you got to leave the comfort of the curse. Because some of us get comfortable in the curse. Some of us get comfortable in the poverty and believe that we can't go any further. Some of us get comfortable in the failure and believe that we can't be anything more. We say, I tried and nobody helped me and I don't have enough money and I don't have enough strength and, and people won't come to my aid and nobody's opening up a door. That is when you get comfortable in the curse. But when you really realize who you are, you change your mind and you change your location. I don't hear anybody. You change your mind and you change your location. I'm not talking about moving to North Carolina. I'm talking about moving to a place called Bless. Where, they, where you, can't, you can't use dysfunction there. In a place called Blessed. Where your past doesn't matter there. In a place called Blessed. That it will not allow you to be comfortable with a broken mindset. Oh, God help me. I only got 10 more minutes and I got to close. A place called 
helpless. You got to move. You got to move. Because the blessed can no longer habitate in a place called cursed. I got to come down. I got to come down. The blessed can no longer habitate in a place that's cursed. God is changing your address. The blessed can no longer function in a place called failure. God is changing your address. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The blessed can no longer live in the mindset of, un, uh, of, of incomplete. God is changing your address. Bible said, Genesis 12 and 1 said you gotta leave. Get out of your country. Get away from your kindred. Get out of your father's house. All three of those places represent comfort. Y'all don't hear me. It, it, it represents how you become comfortable and acclimated in a situation and won't move to another place. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. So he said, get out of your country. Because Abram, in order for you to be a great nation, it'll never happen in your country. Why? Because your father was an idol maker. He doesn't even know who I am. And if you stay in the, under the shadow of your father, you won't go any further than your father. So sometimes I got to move you out in order to move you up in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I talking to anybody here? Get out of your country. Get out from amongst your kindred. Why your kindred? Because sometimes the people closest to you don't really know who you are. You're always going to be pookie to them. You're always going to be nene to them. You're always going to be a little bit to them. And they don't see the greatness in you. Oh, yet to the ocean. They don't see that you are moving to a place that is greater than where you were. They don't believe that you can actually do what you're supposed to do and be who God's called you to be. But I got news for you. The blessed cannot be hindered. The blessed cannot be held hostage to other people's opinions. You got to break free. You got to break free of your family's opinion. Doesn't mean that you leave your family, but you are not who your family thinks you are. You have been called with a great calling. You are blessed by God and it cannot be reversed. You are above and not beneath. You are the head and not. Somebody got to hear what I'm saying. Get thee out of thy country from amongst your kindred. And then he said, get out of your father's house. That simply means you cannot live under the failure of your progenitor. Just because daddy didn't do it doesn't mean that I got to be locked in here. 
There are generational curses that lock blessed people in because the blessed people don't know how to break free and to move on from there. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I was born in a curse. I was born in something called poverty. I lived in an impoverished house. I had an impoverished mindset. But when I realized I was blessed, even though it went against the grain, I had to move on out of here. And I had to find a place with some blessed people that had a blessed mindset that would take away my crutches and teach me how to walk as a blessed man, talk as a blessed man, live as a blessed man, give as a blessed man, and see the blessings of the Lord make me rich. Let the blessed people make some noise here. I, come on. I can't be comfortable. I can't be comfortable where I was. Can't be comfortable in the community of failure. I got to get out of my country. Get out of my comfort zone. I can't be comfortable in the ghetto of insecurity. I gotta come out of my country. Come out of my comfort zone. Can't be comfortable in the tenement of sickness. I gotta get out of my country. Gotta move on to another place. A place called blessed. Where I walk with my shoulders squared. Where I walk with my head up high. Where I declare that I cannot be defeated. Where I walk in success. Where I walk in abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Y'all better hear what I'm telling you. I am not the consummate sum of my failed past. My past is gone. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. Give me three more minutes. I am no longer a byproduct of what went wrong in my life. God has raised me up and I got out of that country. While you remember me for who I was, you need to see me for who I am. I will say this and I will end. Jesus went back to his home. Jesus went back to his hometown and the Bible said he could do no miracles there because they kept saying isn't that the carpenter's son? Isn't that Mary's boy? And they failed to see him as the blessed that came to bless. You hear what I'm saying? I can't go back there. I, 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 can't, I can't go back to the neighborhood and the community of failure that I was in. I'm not talking about demographics. I'm talking about mindsets. 
I can't hang around people who don't think with blessed thoughts. I can't let them pollute me in this transition, in this transformation. I can't let them pollute me. And I know, no matter how much I love them, if you're not thinking like a blessed person, I got to back up from you. And I got to go to the place that he will show me. He said, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from out of thy father's house and go to a place that I will show you. That place is called blessed. That place is called blessed. Saru, that place is called blessed. And I found out that if I wait for people to approve, that I won't get to that location because they'll tell me that you can't really live there. What makes you think that you're, that, you're, that, you're, that you're able to live that high? You're supposed to just take it however it comes. Anyway, you bless me, I'll be satisfied. There are specifics to the blessings. Because he's not just going to bless me, but he'll bless my children. He'll bless my family. My blessing is extended to my family, even if they're not believers. Marlene will tell you, my sister, she will tell you that we had some, we had some some, some criminal activities in our family, some criminal activities, and they would go commit crimes. <laughs> and then they would run back to the house that Marlene and my mother lived in. Why? Because they said they figured if they could just get to the house, they'd be safe. Because the blessings were extended to the point where none of them died on the street. None of them were killed by the police. And even though they were wrong, the blessings upon us covered them. You have to trust that this place called blessed extends and it goes into the realm of people. I told you people are depending on you to be blessed. I gotta stop, my time is up. They're depending on you to be blessed because the blessing on you is aimed at them. That's what God told me on Wednesday. The blessing on us is aimed at somebody else. The blessing on Moses was aimed at the children of Israel. I don't hear anybody. Are y'all hearing me? The blessing on Abraham was aimed at the nations that would come out of him. It wasn't for him, it was for the nations. God, was, God, God, God blessed us aiming at other people. He blessed us so that the blessings on us could be transferred to them. There's no selfishness in this. It is the will of God. The more blessed I am, the more responsibility I have to bless others. No, 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 no. Not with a handout 
but with the same favor that God gave me. And if it includes something that's tangible, then God bless me the more so I can give it out. Amen. But God blesses us aiming at other people who are attached to our life. And I told you that that blessing is earmarked specifically for you individually. It's not just a mass group blessing. It's an individual, idiosyncratic blessing that God has for every one of us that have purpose and we all have purpose if we have faith and obey. Did you hear? I told you all on Wednesday and I end with this. I told you all on Wednesday that that blessing knows the right head. Whew. Dr. Habersham, that that blessing knows the right. Nobody can get your blessing. Nobody can get what God has ordained and assigned for you. Even if you let it sit there and go stale, nobody can get the blessing that God has assigned for you. That blessing knows that head. That sounds crazy. But Keisha, that blessing knows that head. James, that blessing knows that head. That blessing knows the head. If you remember Samuel, when it came to anointing a new king because God had taken the king, kingdom out of Saul's hands because of Saul's disobedience, God had taken the kingdom out of Saul's hands. And God sent Samuel down to Jesse's house with a ram's horn of anointing oil with a seal over the front of it that spiritually and supernaturally would only be released when it was over the right head. <laughs> you better hear me. Only be released when it's over the right head. And he went to Jesse's house and said, God said that there's a king in your house. God has taken the kingdom away from Saul and there's a king in your house. And Jesse, in his thrill and his adulation, he, he, he brought his, his sons, strapping sons, strong sons, brought them in. Come here, Minadab, this must be you. Look how statuesque you are. Look how tall you are. How physically fit you are. You look like a king. And the Bible said even Samuel kind of agreed. Held the horn of oil over his head. And despite the looks, nothing happened. You may not look the part. Oh God. You may not qualify in other people's eyes. He brought Iliad, held it over this, this physically fit young man. And surely this must be the king. And no breakage of the seal. And, and then God had to tell Samuel, 
man looks at the outward but God looks at the heart in other words stop looking at the outward but Shammah seal wouldn't burst for Shammah all of the sons of Jesse walked past Samuel and the seal never burst till Samuel scratches his head and says surely there must be another son so somebody's missing and Joe and Jesse says oh yeah oh yeah 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 there's one more but he's out there watching the sheep he's he's surely not the one because he's not even grown yet and he, he doesn't look the part, he doesn't even have a beard yet, he's, he hasn't even broken into puberty yet, and he's, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't look like his brothers. And when your father disqualifies you, you got to get out your father's house. Did you hear me? When your father marginalizes you and your father doesn't see the worth in you and your father doesn't groom the strength in you and the father doesn't raise up the leader in you, it's time to get your hat. Pop Wine has said it's hat getting time. Time to get your hat and time to find the place that God has prepared. I'm trying to get through. And he said, we're not even going to sit down to eat till you bring that boy in. They bring, Dave, they bring Dave in. They bring Dave in. He don't know what's going on. And he doesn't know that the blessing that's about to be put on him is to rescue Israel. The blessing on him was to save Israel. He comes in, little ready boy, little clean-faced, baby-faced boy, comes in, no muscles, no, no, no physical prowess, nothing. And, and, and he stands in front of, of, the, of the prophet. Jesse st stands him in front of the prophet. He doesn't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, he feels oil. You may not know what's going on, but you feel the oil. You may not know what you're called for right now, but you feel the oil. Hallelujah. You feel that oil. For that oil, that blessing, is to rescue children of Israel from the Philistines. I could go on and on. I could go on and on about the blessing on Joseph. The blessing on Joseph. Joseph has a dream. God shows him how blessed he is that the sun, moon, and the stars bow down to him. That the sheaves of wheat bow down to him. Why? Because he's so blessed. Hallelujah. He's so favored. He's so called that it doesn't seem possible. His brothers got mad at him. Sometimes your brothers get mad at you because you don't do what they think you should do. Well, you know, why will you, 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 you think that we're going to bow down to you? Joseph never asked anybody to bow. He just knew that there was a call. You're not asking anybody to bow down to you, but you can't deny the call. You can't deny I gotta stop. 
can't deny the call. And he's so blessed. And his brothers plan to kill him. But he's too blessed to be killed. You're too blessed to be killed. You're too blessed for your dream to be killed. You're too blessed for your purpose to be killed. You're too blessed to be killed. Well, then, well, and then Judah says, no, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Just let's sell him. Get him out of here. And they sell him to Ishmaelites. But they tie him up and put him behind the caravan. He's got to walk. Tied up, but still blessed. Walking out of his father's house, but still blessed. He had to leave his father's house. The place of comfort. But he left blessed. It doesn't look like he's blessed. Ah, oh, keep your eye on him. Look at somebody say, don't look like I'm blessed, but keep your eye on me. <laughs> they sell him to Potiphar. And he goes in as a servant. He's never been a servant before. But his father was rich. Y'all don't hear me. Jacob was rich. He's never been a servant before. He doesn't have a coat of colors on anymore. But he's still blessed without the coat. You don't need the title to be blessed. I don't hear nobody. You don't need the collar to be blessed. You don't need the robe and the censure to be blessed. He was blessed without the coat. So blessed and served so well that even his 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 slavedom, his slave, his enslavement didn't stop his blessed mentality. Because he knew the vision said that this was not the place of residence. This is just a passing through. Y'all don't hear me. I gotta stop. I've been preaching too long. I've been preaching too long. His wife. Part of his wife lies on David, tries to sleep with him. He resists because he's too blessed to fall. You done seen that trick before. I don't hear nobody. He done seen that trick before. Sleep with me. Come into come to my bedchamber. He says no. She grabs his garment. He runs away without his garment on. She waits her husband comes home, lies on him, and says, He tried to sleep with me. Potiphar puts him in prison and you don't read anywhere in the book you read nowhere in the book of Genesis where Joseph ever complained what kept him from complaining I'm blessed and I know what the vision showed me and until that vision comes to pass I am able to deal with anything that comes my way. I'm taking too long. I'm taking too long. I'm taking too long. And he serves in prison until the warden makes him the head of all of the prisoners, only second to himself. Same as Potiphar did in his house. Because when you're blessed, you're going to rise to the top. Even in your struggle, you're going to rise to the top. Even in your problem, you're going to rise to the top. Point at somebody and say, you're going to rise to the top. You're going to rise to the top. 
you're going to rise to the top. No matter what you're in. You will rise to the top. Then finally, Pharaoh finds out about him with a troubled dream after he done prophesied to the ballet and the baker. Hallelujah. Pharaoh brings him in. He gives Pharaoh the interpretation of his dream and then gives him the remedy to the problem that is forthcoming. When you're blessed, God will reveal things to you. Please forgive me for taking so long. Sets him on his right hand. You're Hebrew, but we're going to teach you the ways of Egypt. We're going to teach you the ways of Egypt. Because the blessing on you has got to bless the nations all around us. Seven years of plenty, they stockpiled it in silos, stockpiled grain, corn, wheat, stockpile. In seven years of famine, Egypt is the only place that has reserves. Why? Because of one blessed man. Somebody say, I'm one blessed person. And then when his brothers came, he was so blessed that he didn't need revenge. Because blessing sets you in a place where you don't need revenge. You don't hear me. Blessing sets you in a place where you can forgive those that did you wrong. Where you don't even think about having anything happen to those who did you wrong. Because if you hadn't done me wrong, I wouldn't have elevated to this point. You pushed me into greatness. You made me leave my comfort zone. You made me leave my country of sex, of failure. You made me leave my kindred of insecurity. You made me. I gotta stop now. And as he reveals himself to his brothers who didn't even recognize him, you will be so blessed people don't recognize you. As he reveals himself to the people that put him in this position, <laughs> they had no clue that when they sold him to the Ishmaelites, they were positioning him to save them. You are blessed to bless. I must stop because I see some of you are tired. Surely he will kill us. That's Joe. Oh my goodness. Surely he will kill us. Joseph's tells all of the Egyptians to leave the room. And he takes off all of his garment, wipes the makeup off of his face, takes all the trappings of Egypt off. And said, hey, you guys meant it for evil. But I was blessed by God and God meant your evil for my good. Some of you got to set free from someone 
doing evil to you. They did evil and made you move on. And you realize that they moved you onto a place called blessed. If you would have stayed there, you would have surely died. You would have surely been marginalized. Am I talking about anybody here? And it hurts you, but it also propelled you into your future. <laughs>